Hello everybody and welcome. I have a special treat for you today. I have captured one of the most epic creatures in my life. Mr. JT is here with me. He is known as the go-to guy when the community needs a leader at a vigil or an MC for an event. When there are plans to hold a fundraiser, it's JT they always want and need involved. Recently facing stiff competition in a three month long voting process, he was named the mayor of Cape Cod at the Westfall Foundation's Bartender's Ball. In my book, he's always been the mayor of Cape Cod, even when we meet sometimes the male people beep and wave to him on the side of the road, but <laughs> it's so true. Whether it's a word of encouragement, a rally for prayers and support for local families experiencing hard times, promotion of a local business, or just to make his followers laugh, JT's Chronicles is uniquely crafted outlet by a man who has his finger on the pulse of the people. His followers comment, his followers comment frequently about how JT's Chronicles help them begin their day or make them feel empowered. His live videos create a buzz and a refreshing way to break up the monotony of the workday for many. Overall, JT provides a look into life of a dedicated family man, a friend who truly cares about his community and all the people. I personally met JT at the Leadership Cape Cod class. I saw him speak at the community center in P-Town and I knew we were just gonna do big things from the minute I met him. And as we have, we've been speaking in schools across the Cape doing positive direction tour. I feel lucky to call him a friend and even more importantly, someone I get to learn from. So without further ado, I got Mr. Jonathan Thompson with me and I would like to welcome you to the Yoga Jamboree podcast. Thank you, thank you, thank you. I appreciate this beautiful introduction that you just gave me. I know, I'm smooth. It's, just, it's incredible. <laughs> it's like you stayed up all night reading it. You're <laughs> <laughs> awesome. I, there's no mistakes, man. I always tell you that. There's no mistakes that you and I are together. It was very instantaneous, like alignment. 100%. Like, yeah. hey, I see what you're doing, and I've already been thinking of this, so let us just mesh this energy yes. together. And it happened so quickly, which is also mm -hmm. where, you know, things that happen easily are just very meant-to-be type stuff. Correct. And, mm. and I asked, and I, was, I put it out there, too. I manifested to have that. Like, I knew I, what I wanted to do. I just needed the right people around me. Yeah, because you always got to have the team. Like, even when you know it's like you have a goal and a dream, you know nothing is ever going to happen without surrounding yourself with like-minded people. Correct. And that's exactly what you have to do. And I love it. Now, when we start the Yoga Jamboree podcast, we usually start with, like, really hard-hitting questions. And the okay. first question is, it's very important for you to think about this. It's, what animal would you like to be today? And then the second part of that question is, what animal do you think you actually are? <laughs> I like to ask this to kids. So, like, think about it. I'll go first. So, I would like to be a hawk, like, up in the sky, cool, I'm seeing it all. So, I'd like to be a hawk, but I think I actually might be a turtle. <laughs> Hilarious. Hilarious. That is good. want to be a hawk and... You feel that you might be a turtle. <laughs> I can't see you as being the turtle because I think you move too much. To oh, true, turtle. true. More like maybe like a hyena or something. I don't know. I like to change it up every day, though. I tell the kids in yoga that, too. You never have to be the same animal. Okay, this is true. You don't want to pigeonhole yourself. No, you don't. <laughs> All right, so if I can change every day. So today, I feel... How do I feel today? I feel very strong today, so you know what? I'm like... I went to the gym already, so I'm gonna say I feel like a kangaroo. Yeah. Because I'm, like, I'm just all over the place, and my legs are strong. I'm feeling good. 
Squats. Yeah, yes. Oh, yeah, yeah. He got us this morning. Yeah, I've had a, a few things going on, so I have my pouch going on, so I got things in my pockets I'm doing today. So today I am a full-grown male kangaroo, and uh, so like, like you're having a good time. But you could also like punch someone if you needed exactly. to. Exactly. Sit back on the tail. That tail is strong. Sit back on the tail. That tail is incredibly strong. Have you ever got hit by a, a, a kangaroo tail? You no, lose, I never have so far. Well, don't. All your fronts. You can just lose all your teeth right there. They are strong, and I've seen them take out people's ribs. All right, so I'll be a kangaroo, but that's how I feel today. So what? What? But, but what am I? What are you deep down? What's like your spirit animal? I don't know. I don't know. You know, a koala bear because I'm cuddly, but I'm deadly. Because a koala bear. <laughs> that is so true. Yeah. You, you, might, you might want to hug me, but just understand. And everyone does want to hug you, but you're yeah, but but I don't. You know. Like, you push on the back, like you know me. Get the and you know. And you uh, got claws, and no one even knew it. You even know it. You think I'm just because I'm sucking on a sycamore tree, and I'm all comfortable. I'm just <laughs> not gonna do any damage to you later, because you, you squeeze my back to open up my legs and my arms, because that's what they do when they put it on the flowers. Like if you if you, if you went to a nightclub, they used to have a koala bear that was around the rose, and they would give. Well, this rose is a bought for you, uh, Brit, from this young man over at the bar, and that's how the roses were. And there was a little koala bear. Around the yeah, right. Yeah, but so when you squeeze the back of the koala bear, he opens up. Then you put it on your door handle of your refrigerator after you take the flower. Out. <laughs> Flashbacks. I'm sorry, just, my therapist said I just get to get it out. <laughs> <laughs> just let it out. Let it out. This is the place we're talking, we're learning, we're sharing. But so think about this, yeah. JT. So the reason I always ask kids that question, and mm-hmm. I have a couple of questions like that, but what what it's for is because there's no wrong answer. So like when they go to school or a lot of times when kids share something, it's about telling the right answer or proving that you learned something. And what if you started asking kids some questions where they were very just like, whatever you share, I'm going to give you positive feedback. I'm going to be excited for you that that's the animal you want to be today. And kids love that. And then they get comfortable sharing. And we both know, like we like to speak in front of people but typically that's something very challenging and Absolutely. something that needs to be cultivated and worked on all through education. Yeah, it, it, it's, it's huge. And I, I do, I have a, so many different ideas of things I, I would like to do. You know, I, I wish there was like three of me so I could actually, each one of us could be somewhere else, you know, making these things happen. But everything happens, you know, for a reason and, and at a slow and steady pace. But there's something I, I want to do with kids because they're not getting enough out of school. Yeah. Okay, so it's just, it's a big, in my, again, this is my, my thoughts, um, and possibly probably yours too, because that's why we, we get along together, and, and Nicole also. It is a machine, and you come in, and you do this, and you boom, and you boom, and you boom. Next, next grade, boom, and you boom, and you boom. Next grade. All right, so we need to change this up because we're forcing the kids to go through this, this, these career changes, and not a lot of it is not pertaining to real life for them when they get out. So some of these kids are lost. They go the next day, they don't know how to adjust to the next step. Like, I have to go here and I have to do this, and that's it. And they have the same structure everywhere. I'm like, the schooling is not adapting to the changing of time. Yeah, because now you go out, it's like, be really good at standing in a line, be really good at being quiet, and then you're set free, and those might be okay skills, but that what do you even do with that? You wait in line with your parents. You already learned that outside. I don't need to learn that in school. True. All right? Be attentive? Absolutely. Respect, you should learn that at home and when you're out. For right? sure. All right? So that's in, to respect each other, give you a chance to, you know, voice whatever you want to say. Too. And just how to conduct yourself when you're out in public. How to mm. be a good human. You know, how to be a respectful person. You know, that's like, needs to be taught also. 
But when they see some of these adults acting up, also, it's hard. These kids are becoming confused. Well, they only watch role modeling. They don't listen. Like, everyone's like, the kids aren't listening. It's like, no, they're not listening, but they're watching what you do. They will copy your behavior. Absolutely. If you want your kid to brush their teeth, brush your teeth with them. There you go. And then beat them at it. That's what I do with my son, Jack. I'm like, I'm going to brush my teeth so much longer than you and better than you. Because yeah. that, I see that in him that yes. he's like, then he's like, all right, game on. <laughs> yeah. You got it. You have to make, so they don't even realize they're, what they're doing. Right. This is a game, but you're actually taking care of yourself. For sure. All right. Better hygiene. Hygiene's huge. And then being like, taking care of yourself is winning. Taking care oh, of yourself good. is like how you win at life. You only get one body. This is the only temple you have. This is all you got. You can change all the outside you want. You, you know what I mean? But inside, that, that's, that's all you got. All right. So let's go back a little yes. bit. And here's some things I want to know. So what inspired you to start making videos on the bus with Bob? How did that all start? What was it that really just made you want to start sharing your morning in that way? Um, well, I was doing it privately, obviously. I was doing a little bit, you know, from the videos of my brother and sister when I had surgery. So that's how the videos started there. And then when I came back to work, um, and I was like, I get on and say, morning, Bob. He's like, hey, what's up? I'm like, dude, good morning. I said good morning. I'm like, Come on, man! You're the bus driver. You gotta, you gotta take us into work. Like your part of your job is to be up and pep. I said, like, "What time you get up in the morning?" He's like, "Getting up at 3:30." No, no. I was like, "All right, well, you need to have your coffee at two. I said, "I need you to come in here. Better attitude." He's like, "All right, all right, all right." So then I was like, "I'm gonna do." And then the next day or something like that, I said, like, "We're gonna do a video." He goes, "What do you mean a video?" I'm like, "We're doing a video. We're getting people pumped up." Well, oh, oh, yeah, leave the show alone. You're fine. And I just did a quick little video. Like that. Yeah. JT's my man Bob. Bob, what's going on today? I'm just going to bring people in, you know, and make everybody have a good day. I'm like, that's what we're doing. We're going to give out some positive energy. He's like, okay, all right. And I started doing it like every couple of days. And it was like every day. And then people on the bus sometimes. I'm like, so you go on the bus, it's going to happen. There's no script. Like, you're <laughs> on the bus, you're part of it. So if, it's, if you get on the bus, you're like, hey, Sorry, but it's creating said, morning energy, exactly. and you're and here. People are like, "What the? What are you, Jake, Jonathan? What are you doing?" I'm like, "Shh, relax, <laughs> enjoy the ride." People are like, "What highway you on?" I'm like, oh, "Highway? I'm on Bayview. It's, it's a minute and a half ride." Yeah, like, yeah this, this is it. the commute to work. Yeah, exactly. This is it. Just the, the, the work was here. And that was what it was. Well, that's interesting because later on, as you see the videos. Bob is so down to spread positivity. Absolutely. And he's your co-pilot on that. Absolutely. He's dressing different. He comes in some nice new shirt. Oh, he, clean. oh yeah. Uh, you, gotta, you gotta watch the progression. You gotta watch. You gotta watch the. Pro it's like I'm Johnny Cashin, and he and, and he's a uh, he, he he's my sidekick. Oh my god. Um. Oh my god. I've got the I've got the guy's name. Johnny Cashin, and he had his and his Vince McMahon. Yes. Yes. So Bob was my Vince McMahon. And even if it had never become what JT's Chronicles is now, right. isn't that just a, such a success that Bob yeah. all of a sudden was so on board with like making people's day? He absolutely was to the point where he's like, dude, how many people watch this? I was like, I said, I do a lot of videos. He goes, yeah, but how many videos do you do? I'm like, I do this one in the morning, that afternoon. I said, I was doing them before. And he's like, well, somebody came up to me in the store. I don't know who they are, but they said they enjoy the morning bus ride. And, and they came right over to me. I was trying to have dinner with my wife and I was like I'm like it gets weird sometimes it gets weird sometimes it gets weird so, you gotta be, so that's why I always tell you be careful what you say what you do when you're out so people watch and uh 
uh, people out of state, and it, right? It just keeps growing. Because people crave positivity. People crave as much as we end up being drawn to negativity a lot. Once you see someone just really genuinely having fun, and you can just feel that. It just feels yeah, so good. You, you really can. You when did you start? When did you realize? that your words could really start impacting people. When did it change for you? Um, I, my kids were telling me how many kids were watching at school. So then I really became a little bit more focused. Um, I knew I wanted to give out a message, but then the kids would come up like, you know, they're yelling when I'm walking in the gymnasium or the, on the field for my daughter's game. And they're like, JT Chronicles! JT, I love that video this morning. Thank you, man. I'm like, my parents are like, what? I'm like, <laughs> They're like, what are you doing yeah, with our like, kids? Yeah, exactly. I'm like, dude, you just get yelled out there. Like, you know, I saw you this morning at 530. I made it, you know, security. And people, um, then like, Jonathan's a vlog every day. It's dope. Your mom, you got to check it out. Daddy, you got to check it out. So the parents had to follow me too. So um, I was like, all right, it's time to catch. But I really knew it was when I, I went into um Christmas tree shop a couple of years ago. And I was going to, uh, I was looking for cushions. And, and I walked in. And I just posted the video. I can't remember what it was regarding what it was, but it was pretty deep. And um, just about control and stuff like that, whatever was going on in my life too, but you know, it all be, it, and just try to pass it on. And this lady just looked at me when I was walking, she worked there, and she's like, you just had a video on, on TV, I mean on, on, on Facebook. I'm like, mm-hmm. And she was just like crying, she goes, I'm going through this, and she goes, you just, it resonated with you with me, what you were saying, and, and she just had, like, opening up, like, everything, just pouring everything out, like, right then, and, like, it's just her and I in the back of, of Christmas, uh, the Christmas tree shop, and so I'm, like, tearing up, and she's crying, and she's like, I just want to thank you, like, I needed to hear that this morning, and I'm like, you're so welcome, I was like, and it helps me, I was like, you're helping me. You're mirroring back to each other. Yeah. You shared something vulnerable, someone else saw that and it was other funny. people can yeah, can it understand. Was, it was deep, and it was just her, and I was like, it's like nobody else was around. If they were, we, we didn't even see them. Yeah. But it was just like us in that moment. And you, you know, somebody else was kind of like, you felt people that were standing there, and I'm like, wow. I'm like, wow, wow, wow. This is incredible. Like, I can help people. Yeah, I knew I could, but I didn't know to what extent. And I, and I usually, because usually just people that you know, you talk to, you meet somebody through somebody else. But these are people I have no idea who they are. And they're sending me messages. And a lot of people are like out of state now. And some people even out of the country. Yeah, just keep spreading. Yeah, it That's does. how it works. When it's good stuff, people find yeah. it who are like-minded, who are looking for that and yes. craving it. Now, tell us a little bit about Unity Day, what that is and why that's important, how that started. Um, Unity Day started with... Um, Two brothers, uh, Jesse and Andre Barboza, and um, they, you know, were all community friends and everything. And so we had all talked about different things someday, ever doing something. And then they hit me up and they hit Tim up and like a lot of other, Brian, uh, Brian Morrison, a lot of um, other people of color that do things in the community that are positive, whatever, whether it's on a small level, big level. And it was when these different things were going on in, in different cities and, and, you know, race things, and they were like, you know, we need to, we've always said, we need to, like, be in the forefront. Don't wait for something bad to happen before we get together. Like, all right, we, well, we got to, we got to stop this or fix this or whatever, whatever the situation is. We always want to be in front of it. Um, and so let's get some kind of, like, event together and, and some kind of, like, 
carnival or something like that. So we brainstormed and then we came up with our Unity Day. And we went to the town and and uh, they were right on board with it. And they're like, all right. So we had, I spoke, we had food was donated. So we had hot dogs, hamburgers, everything was free. We had sponsors that came in. We had face painting. The police were part of it, the fire department. Um, and, and games and little things. And, and the kids came, we had some Wampanoag dancers and uh, it was just different things that were happening. And, my, and Angel DJ'd this was for three hours and we had over a thousand people that came. It was all free. Everything was just, just come out and just spread positivity. Community building. Absolutely. Reminding that we are all in this together. Nobody's getting out of this alive. No, and you need each other and connecting is the best. We all know yeah, that. Everyone yes. thinks they need a big house or they need the money and it's like, no, it's the most powerful thing you have is your effect on other human beings Correct. and also the people that you get to meet. They're like little gifts. I call them traveling professors. Yes, I love I I do. I love it. It's like anyway, we always we almost talked about getting a bigger house at one point. I'm like Why? I was like, You don't want to clean, I don't wanna clean, I wanna do other stuff like I'm up the house and my girl's like yeah, okay. Yeah. Yeah, she, you're right. I'm not yet. I'm almost like, because I know where, like, I look at what, what is value, what, what, what value, what value do I, I bring, and what value, what do I value? Um, I value my family. I, I, I'm not big on, like, needing all these different, as I get older, I don't think I ever really was, maybe I was younger, like, yeah, I gotta have the Z-Cap Ricci jeans, you know, with, you know, with special design stuff Yeah, like and that. don't get me wrong. Having fun stuff is fun. Absolutely. Like, don't get me wrong. Like, I'm not going to be <laughs> mad if I've got a Range Rover in a couple years. I'm not going to be angry. I'm but... looking right now, but I'm just saying, right. Oh, uh, I was thinking about donating money to the Osterville Library to win the Range Rover. Did you see that? I was like, but I'd be helping the library. Win-win. Yeah, <laughs> win. Everybody's happy. Everyone wins. I'll drive to the library every week. New Miss Britmobile. Beep, beep. But... That stuff is never gonna fuel the work. That's not gonna, no. like, us, no. when we've gone in and, and spoke on stage, yes. I always think wow. about that day that we got to hang out in the classroom after. Oh my God, it was awesome. <laughs> Here we are, we go in, we talk, we do our thing, and it was awesome. Yeah. But then going into that classroom and getting to hang out with those kids for a couple hours and just talk, and they were sharing poems with us, and it was so, Absolutely. it just filled me up in a way that I was like, because you feel impactful. Yeah. It's like it's like meeting, it's like meeting fans after a concert. Like, will you ever meet somebody that? You <laughs> that that's our rock star status. Yeah, that's our rock star status. I'm like, you know, I sat back and I, I met Patti LaBelle, and I'm like, I'm like a two year old kid, just like, uh -huh. and that's how I feel like. And these kids are like looking at us, and I'm like, they're asking us questions. And I'm like, this is so awesome. I'm like, this is really good because we get to communicate, and they're asking us questions, and this is natural, and they really like. So I'm watching what I say. I see you. And you're like talking, you're just like falling in love with every single moment of what's going on. And I'm like, I'm watching you talk. Yeah. Like, I'm, I'm, I'm excited watching you. Because we're just interact. having fun. Exactly. And knowing that the younger generation, it's it's what matters. It's yes. It's who we're creating as people. And I always remind parents of this. Your kids need to hear this stuff from different voices. Right. I'm like, I might be saying things that you are saying at home, but don't be offended that your teen might need to hear it from somewhere else. Right. And I'm silly Miss Britt wearing a onesie and mm -hmm. me and you are dancing on stage to rap music Absolutely. and we're getting on their level and connecting. And you know right. what? Don't be mad because you're saying the same thing at home. Keep saying that, right. but let other people also flood your kid's life right. with motivation and positivity. Right. It's, it's the 
it's the penis. Like, you know, womp, 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 womp. Like, we're saying it to, I'm saying this to my kid every day. Hey, dude, you got to do your homework. You got to do this. You got to do that. Take care of this. And then he's heard it like a thousand times. You turn around, you see my kid out, and you're like, hey, Darren, what's going on? Hey, make sure, you know, keep those grades up. You know, you're getting to the fourth quarter. Mate. You don't want to be last minute and rushing. And you're like, yeah, and you come home, and all of a sudden, that you're kicking in. Yeah, I was talking to Miss Britt, and, you know, all made sense. I'm like, yeah, you're like, what I've been saying forever. But you hold that in, and you say, yes, amazing. As long as they get there. And that's why the saying, it takes a village, is because if I keep hearing this, the kid keeps hearing it every day from every. And let other people care about your kid. 100%. Don't be the that. only person that can oh, no. guide them. I, I speak to kids all the time. I treat them like they're my kids. Always. That's how, that's how I grew up. People are so scared to say something to somebody else's kid. There's a kid acting up in CBS one day. To his mother. She, he's like, I'm not leaving until I get this. And he stomped his foot. I'm like, hey, what the hell are you doing? Yeah. Like. She don't talk to your mother like that. She's like, thank you. I'm sorry. I was like, yeah, no, you're welcome. And damn it, I'm looking at my kid. He's sitting on the floor like this reading a book, just flipping pages. <laughs> just, <laughs> I'm like, what would happen to you? He goes, running behind. I'm like, exactly. We don't do that. We don't We do not do that. Don't like, play like that. Well, you know, we'll leave, we'll leave. My mother has left a full cart in the supermarket back in the day. Let's go to the car. Yeah. And people were like, I got your, I got your don't worry, I got your basket. Go ahead. Because you act up. And kids, they they need to learn, but they also want to learn. They're looking they for role models, exactly. and they're looking for information. Structure. You and those little it. teachable moments are everywhere yeah. in life. They'll, your kid will be okay when you say no. Oh, for your sure. Kid, your kid doesn't need all that stuff. To, to He doesn't need all that stuff. Your kid will be fine. Don't worry. Now, you being someone who a lot of things you do are very of service and giving, and that takes a lot of energy out of someone. So what does your self-care look like? How do you refill your cup so that you can go out and be big and, and give to the people in the community? What type of things do you do to take care of yourself? I meditate first thing in the morning for a couple of minutes. Mm-hmm. Honestly, I, talk to, I don't speak to anybody. Mm-hmm. I took the cats. I say, you know, and I, I, know I don't push any religion or politics on anybody. So, but for me, for my day, I get up. Dude, I'm, I'm, this is great. I'm very thankful. I give my blessings. We'll have another day. Nothing's repossessed, nothing's shut off. I got food in the fridge, everything's moving. I'm like, good, let's go. I can do that. Talk to the cats, I feed them. They got their routine. It's <laughs> Talk crazy. to the cats. I do both cats with it. It's like one comes, like, I'm up before my alarm. She, the, I have a boy cat, a girl cat, you know, they're brother and sister. She will come in the room and she will just stare at me from the from the end of the bed. And if I look at her and if I don't get up, then she gets a little bit closer. It's like, tell me, I open my eyes, she's like, close. I'm like, all right. And I get up. Cat alarm go, clock. Yeah, yeah, it is. Get up. This is no. This is how it is. Like get up. He's sitting in front of the in front of the kitchen like this. Like I live in my kitchen like a side by side. He's right, basically sitting on the line, just watching watching the bedroom door. I get up. I go into the bathroom. The cat comes in, and I'm just like meditating, and I'm talking about my day, and then I, and I just walk, and I'm like, this is what I need to do today, and this is what I'm gonna do today. This is what I want to do today. I'm thankful for what I have. And as I'm doing that, I'm just like taking these deep breaths, and I'm loving this, and I'm like. I listen to, sometimes I listen to T.D. Jakes, I listen to Joe Osteen, I listen to, to Oprah, I listen to E.T., um, depending on what I want to do, or I'll just manifest, and I'm turning them into my car, I'm like, it's a damn concert. 
when I'm by myself sometimes. Yeah, oh, of like, course. I'm, I'm sitting there, I'm like, yo, oh, wealth, this... health, success is attracted to me, and I'm attracted to wealth, health, and success. I'll do that like 10, 15 times straight. And I'm going, if, you, if you're driving by me, you're like, dude, what? That kid's is some, it must be hardcore rap or something. <laughs> like, no, I am going off. Health, wealth, success. Success is attracted to me, and I'm attracted to health, wealth, and success. And I'm doing that. And I'm saying that. And I feel that. And sometimes I get to the point in the morning where I'm like, I'm just like, I'm like, it is, I'm like, I am so lucky to be doing what I want to do right now. And then I find what I want to do. I go get a massage. I would like go by myself. I need that time by myself. I would get a 15, half an hour, hour massage. I think learning to be alone uh, and spend time by yourself is the most powerful adult skill. Huge. When you don't think you have to go run around and find a friend to do everything with, to. or you're that your partner has to be with you all the time. There's a time for really quality, great connection and time spent with loved ones, and it's very important. But to learn to take time and be alone and enjoy that changed my whole life. It It just changed how I operate, and it makes me a better person when I go into social situations. Right, because I do that, and I'm like, you you gotta remember, like, I'm you. We're on stage by ourselves. Or I'm speaking in front of somebody, or that moment will come up. So I've built that strength to, like, you mm. know, sometimes I'm very aware. Of my, you know, my girl sometimes is like, don't look, why are you looking around? I'm like, I'm just, that's just me. I just, I'm a people person. I'm like, so sometimes I feel people looking at me or listening, or, and I'm like, hey, how are you? And then I can strike up a conversation anywhere. Yeah. Um, you know, and sometimes people need that. Sometimes somebody wants to say something. I'm helping them for some reason. They might be helping me about something. But, I, to get myself better and into, I have to do that meditation in the morning by myself. Take a walk, read, probably read the secret, I read different things, a gift. Um, I will just, sometimes I'll watch a movie, like one of my favorite movies. You know, I watch things that you wouldn't even think I was gonna watch. Just What's know that? the things that put you in a good state. Yeah, and it's just like, and I might not even be thinking, I'm just like, just relaxing my soul setting. Maybe I want to clean something. Maybe I want to do something. Checking I'll, in. Yeah, I'll take a day off and don't tell anybody. Right, right. Tell nobody. And then they're like, your home today? Why don't you tell me? Because I got this focus. Like, I want to do this thing. I'm going to attack that dresser, clothes, and that, and that's all I'm going to do. I'm not going to do anything else. And I know when I get on there, I'm in that zone. I do it. And I feel so much better. And I can sleep. Then it, it clears my mind to, to focus on the next step or whatever JT's Chronicles is going to be. Totally. Huge. That's why I don't tell anybody. I love it's that. Never, yeah, you have to do that. You have to. And you have to be okay with that. Not think you have to be somewhere else or doing something for someone else. I can't, I can't take care of my kid anymore to the point where I can't worry about him. I can take care of him, but I can't worry about him. Right. The kids get to a certain point. You know, I have two you know, kids in college. Like, all right, I'll do this. And I had to, I had to learn to, like, ease up. Dude, you're going to mess up. I got to let you mess up. You know, I got to let you jam. I got to let you jam yourself up a little bit. Yeah, of course. You know I mean? so, you, so you can learn. It's the only way you learn. Yeah. Natural consequences to your actions. Correct. Just letting them make the mistake and feel that. Right. Because block. If I do, if I keep doing stuff like that, I'm gonna. I'm blocking my blessings and my gifts. Failure is fuel too. Absolutely. You need them to sting a little yes. bit of like this is life to kind of light something in yeah. them, and and hopefully that's what happens. Right. You know what's so funny when you're just talking about like saying I'm wealth, I'm health, I'm all that. Yeah. Um, when I was recording the introduction of this, I was talking, I've been talking a lot and I feel like you'll like this about Mm -hmm. how people know I love I am statements, but they understanding the power of saying things out loud. And you know what I've been talking about is think about rappers, what they do. They go on stage 
every night and out loud they yell to everyone, I'm the man, I'm the best, I'm rich, I get all the girls. And then you look at them and it's just raining down on them. But there's so many examples of that, of how you are so clear. I was watching a motivational video of Conor McGregor. It's the, he's the fighter, the Irish guy. And there's interviews and he's saying exactly what he's going to do to the person. And then the fight comes and he does that exact thing happens. And he talks about, I visualize all the scenarios. I create in my mind what I want to happen and then I work so hard yeah. and here it comes. Yeah. And you can see this over and over and over again. Absolutely. And yet people still like, oh, that wooey yoga stuff, Brit, or mindfulness. And it's like, I didn't invent any of this. This is just good stuff. It's honestly, it's here. It's right here. It's for you. What's been placed here is it's here for us. You just got to like open your ears and open your eyes and open your heart and just in your soul and just let things in you're like you're gonna feel certain things and some people are like oh I don't like that feeling oh you'll be okay it's just because you've been blocking so much so much with so much negativity that you don't know how to enjoy yourself and let good things happen to you and when you do that you're gonna develop new skills you're gonna develop a new mindset and you know some people are just like so angry every day I'm like you can't get in there that's why nothing's happening good for you you block it all the time or people believe, okay, I need it to come from my doctor or my yeah. lawyer or someone with a piece of paper that tells me they're smart versus understanding that a homeless person on the street could give you a message. Do you know what I mean? Like something right. anyone says has so much value, right. you've got to like pay attention. You do. I've talked to many homeless people at just like random conversations and I'm just like, and then, then I wonder like, what happened to you? Why are you here? Yeah. What, what bite to this place? Some people just don't want to deal with society. They're good. Some people are very rich, and you never know it. They Some people don't. have served our country, and it's ruined their mental health to the point that they can't function. Right, and we don't take care of them. And we don't take care of them. Like, there's no distance. There's nothing. It's like when you get out of jail, there should be steps. You go in, and you have to be taught. You have to train yourself. People that went to jail for, I'm going to say around, for, for, for stealing shirts, selling weed. Nothing violent, nothing crazy. And you're now you're, you're in the same cell with the dude that's attempted murder, assault and battery. This dude has an issue. This guy over here for stealing some polo shirts or selling some weed or traffic violations should not be in the same cell with this guy. And they put them in there. Right. So this guy, this calm guy that should be doing, uh, I don't know, community service, has to restructure himself and learns how to be like this guy. Of course, yeah. To survive in jail, you've got to go on to that level. And then what happens sometimes? You're breaking people. Right. And then he ends up doing stuff in jail that he normally wouldn't do. So now he has extra time added on. So now he's becoming conditioned. Okay? So now, and I watched the documentary. And now this guy is killed a guy in jail because he had to fit in with this group. He killed a guy in jail. He's never, he never even beat up anybody. You are the, you are the product of the five people you spend the most time with. Yes. So people, yes, you are yourself, and it comes from the inside out, but who you choose to let in your bubble constantly, that's why people don't, they're not good with boundaries and saying, you're not good for me. I love you. Mm -hmm. I respect you. I wish you well, but I can't spend time with you because I can't live in this negativity. Right. And and my circle's small. Yeah. My circle's small. Love like, everyone. Yeah. Have a small circle. Yeah. My friends, I've had the same friends for 
40 years? That's rare. Most of these kids will never say that. Most of these kids can never say that they've had the same friend because some of these kids are just so isolated that they don't get time to know anybody and they just move on to the next. Like, oh, I don't like them, and they move on. Like, well, you no. also can't make real friendship playing Minecraft online together. Can, That's no, not can't. real connection. No. Get outside. No, you got to get lost in the woods together this to make real we friends. Yeah, like, you got like, to go do yeah. dumb things and figure it out together and be a kid. Yeah, you, gotta, you have to build an underground igloo and get under there with somebody and like, listen, this could collapse on us. And be really proud of yourselves. I am. I'm <laughs> like, I shouldn't even be here when you have to do something. You know, but I'm like, Stuart Turner, one of my best one, one of, he's a, one of the good friends. He saved my life three times. You know, sinking in quicksand and whatever else. But you, you have to spend time with people. And, and, and it's like, I want, I, I want these kids to get back. I want a, I, I want a tennis ball or a big kickball to hit my car as I'm trying to drive by. I want to slam on my brakes going through a neighborhood because they're like, hey, can you wait so I can run across the street and get my, yes, I want you to, yes, all day. Matter of fact, let me pack my car and get out. Who's up next? Like, I want to get out. I want to do that. The, I want these kids to, to, to experience that. The town I grew up in, the basketball courts were always full. Right. Always. Like, yeah. just so many kids, so many people playing pickup all the time. Yeah. And I drive by the ones in my town here, and I barely ever see any kids playing there. And it bums me yeah. out. Hardcore. And I want, it makes me want to raise money and build a better facility because I just, I want kids to have that feeling of how fun it is to play outside at night during the summer and to have those experiences because I know that it's COVID is just kind of a completely different, different time period that I can't really compare it to that. Like right now people aren't even supposed to be on the courts, but I just want that for kids. Working at summer camp was a, a, a big game changer for me because there was no technology at that camp and not one kid ever talked about it. They were having so much fun being outside and being together and being so stimulated in creative and fun ways. They're doing newspaper fashion shows that I never heard a kid say, I wish I had my iPad. Right. So it's about saying no to that stuff and pushing them to go outside and be creative. I didn't even have to say, my my kids and his friends and, and my daughter and her friends, like they would be outside and I'm like, I'm hearing crap break, and I'm okay with it. Like, I'm okay with like, it. like and, and all I hear is, I'm all right. I'm like, okay. And I'm just like, I'm not even looking. I'm still looking, and like, I'm not even gonna go outside to check on anybody. I hear them pulling the picnic table across the backyard. I'm like, a little bit closer. That's all I hear. They're dunking. They're jumping off the thing. They're dunking. They're, they're dunking off the yeah, picnic table. Dunking. And I'm fine. <laughs> I'm fine with that. You know, and it was a bunch of kids, and my house would be the house. I'm fine with that. That's how I grew up, and I want them to to do that in flag football, which I'm part of with, with my boy Tim Luce. And no kids were ever using their tech, you know, instruments. No, I mean, no instruments, any any phones or anything. They were like running and playing and getting together. And kids that don't normally see each other or financially would never actually see each other because of economic reasons, because this kid lives over here in this high-end part of, you know, our, our town. And another kid lives in, you know, a little less. And they're getting down their best friends. And they're like hanging out together. And they're going to each other's houses. Stuff like this, being out, brings kids together. And these kids, like, you would have never thought these two would be friends because it just didn't present itself. Being outside, at the courts, at the field, stuff like that, oh, my God, it's so much fun. And they can't, they can't wait to get to Sunday, you know, that one day a week. But then they were getting together during the week. You know yeah. what I mean? It was only on Sunday. By week three, there's kids, like, phone numbers of parents are like, yeah, come over. Yeah, we'll have a little cookout. 
people that wouldn't normally socialize because you stay in your little bubble and now that it's expanding yeah you know this is all about that positivity and putting it out there put your shield down let people Take it in down. You'll be all right. Make a new friend. Talk to someone yeah. new. Stop judging somebody before you even know them. I judge everybody off the individual basis. I wait for you to. We're good. Do something. I'm like, okay, guess we can't be. Guess we can't. Right? Yeah, maybe we don't spend time together. Maybe we're not the same in some ways, but that's okay too. Right. Love and respect. Absolutely. You go there. I'm good, and, and and that's it. I struggled with that for a while. Of I just wanted everyone to like me, and then I started to realize why am I worried about people who don't like me when I have this whole crew of people who are cheering for me so loudly and have my back I had to really learn it's okay if people don't like you or and it's because they don't understand you and that's okay too you don't need a big group well and I don't need to I don't need to try my case for myself I don't need to tell them why I'm gonna I'm a good person or why they should want to be my friend why am I go chasing people down when like I said I got this crew of people who have got my back yeah you can have one friend, you're good. I have, I have one best friend for a year. It's okay. You know, well, I don't have a lot of friends. Don't have a friend. Dude, you, got, you do have one friend right there. You too. How many? Don't look at all the stuff you see on social media and TV and think that you have to have this large group of friends to be happy. No. If you and somebody else get along and you have a lot of the same you know, likes and, and, and interests, you're fine. And you're the you luckiest right person now, in the world. Right, and if you don't right now, it's okay. Still be you and get out there because you will find something that's similar to you. You're going to find something. Well, be brave enough to put yourself out there. You've got to. Somebody else is sitting at home doing the same thing. Like, I don't know what to do. Speak. You'll be all right. Yeah. I promise you're going to be okay. <laughs> you got you to you open up. And, like, if it doesn't go well, and, of course, we've all experienced that. Remember, it doesn't matter. <laughs> it totally doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. And it's hard to teach teenagers that we all were teenagers oh. and we know it's everything is the end of the world. It's so heartbreaking and yeah. dramatic, but remembering that those feelings are important because that's what teaching them. Hey, remember yeah. that time you thought you were never going to survive without that boyfriend or girlfriend yeah. that time your friend hurt you and you thought you would never be okay again. Never. Now look at you living, being okay. I've got no one who wants to go out with me. <laughs> You're okay. <laughs> Check your bank account, guys. You'll be fine. You got more money in. You're good. <laughs> I can't breathe. I can't breathe. I'm like, shut up. You're fine. You can eat your food. You'll be all right. <laughs> uh, it's like, how do you teach kids? It's like when you start working on yourself, yes. then you don't even have to go looking for anyone. People just flock to you. Because they want to know. I want to know what he has. Why they are want, you feeling yeah. yourself? That's yeah, what, what attracts people is yeah. I'm, I'm taking care of myself. I know who I am. I know yes. what I'm looking for. And the people just show up. Right. You got that? That beat that's inside me, that disco going on. You want to know? Yeah, I, I want to go over there. Yeah, yeah, I do feel that. I want to have, have I want to have fun with that person. I yeah. want to see what type of fun they're having. I don't even know, I don't even know the name, but yeah. I, I just feel you, you show up at a party or a park, you see a bunch of kids playing. You see little kids like inch a little closer because you want you want to see what's going on over there because that yeah. yeah, looks exciting. Yeah, absolutely, absolutely. That's what, that's what life is. You'll be fine. Now tell me. Yes. You're very inspiring to me, but tell me. Thank you. Growing up or just in your life, who has inspired you probably the most? Who, where did this come from? Who did you watch and learn from that inspires you to continue to help people and make people have that fun and that heartbeat? Uh, my father was a lot. Yep. Because he, you know, I learned. My father grew up in foster care. He had eight brothers and sisters. And the thing with with him was he didn't know his father 
and he went through a lot of stuff, and he had a lot of, you know, there's some some rough patches for him growing up, and you don't, we didn't really know everything until he would be cooking, you know, <clears throat> cooking dinner, and, da, 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 and all of a sudden, like, we're, you know, we're watching TV, we're on the floor, and all of a sudden, he's like, you know, when I was your age, I had blah, 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 and blah, 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 and then I got jumped by these kids, and da, 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 and just that, and the other one, like, okay, then you go back to cooking. Just little things sliding out along so the way. So whenever he spoke to you, because they would come out, like, just like, it's almost like Tourette's, like, someone just, blah, 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 and you're like, dude, what the, what did they say? And then that would open up for a dialogue for a little conversation about something else, you know, and, mm. and, but you would never know that, because he would take these kids and at the school, and he was a janitor at the school, and these kids would go to him before going to the counselor or going to the principal. And they would sit in his office, Mr. T, and, and they were just like, open up, this happened at home, or my mom or my dad, or I'm having fun in school, and this, and this is like kindergarten through fifth grade. And they'd love and they'd bring him presents, and they'd go away on trips, and they'd write him cards, and, and they would see my father out, and they would like, lose their minds. And, they, and the parents would be like, oh, is that the principal? No, that's Mr. T, he's a janitor, and they're like, and like yeah, like loved him and he helped kids. So I used to see that. I'm like, and he would go back and read to them certain days. And That's and awesome. so this is where the the Frog King. So that was a children's book written about my dad, about the frog taking care of the little tadpoles. And this lady wrote it about my dad. Was and she? Uh, she was a student, or she just knew him? She was an art teacher who loved my dad at the school. At the school, and so she wrote a children's book about him. Yeah. That's so cool. Yeah, that's crazy, right? That's amazing. Yeah, so it's on my... It's How a, you a, impact people. Huge. And so I was I always around that, and I saw that. And so I just... You just do it. You don't even realize you're doing it. You know what I mean? So we all... My brother and my sister were all, like, very similar to, to him, and my mother, too. You know? And she's just a, a loving person. And so that's what I just kept doing. Then with all the entertainment stuff, it just kind of, like, boom. It just, like, okay, it just went to a whole other level with me being a performer and stage and all that boy band stuff. And I'm like talking to kids, and, and you just see the way they look at you, and they're like, "Hey, what's up?" And like, nothing. And they're like, "So what's, what's your name?" Josh. I'm like, what's going on, man? You like? Did you like? Uh huh. Can you do that? We used to teach. I used to teach break dance lessons, so I'd have like, you know, we go to P Town on one night, another night, and then we teach all these kids. Like, we have like 100 kids, 200 kids on a Monday night. There's five of us teaching these kids how to break dance, but talking to them, and then they're like, they're looking forward to it. So I loved. All that, so I'm like, dude, this is this is me. I feel good when I'm when I'm leaving. You're an energy creator. Yes, I drink decaf. You know that, right? I know, you I know. Because yeah. it's not about being. It's not a hyper thing. You're just wow. an energy creator. You can create fun, and people just join the wave. And yes. that is such a cool gift. And I totally see that how you get that from your dad. Thank you. Yeah. Because it doesn't matter what your job title is, and it doesn't matter who you are. He because what he did was he all with kids it's always the time yes give the kids don't give them things don't give them give them your attention yeah and they will be your friend for and your supporter forever so to this day i meet people that didn't they're like we're talking and like oh my like, yeah, dad my dad like, where'd you go to school I'm like oh bwb i'm like oh well my dad used to work at bwb they're like oh who's your dad i'm like uh mr thompson like and also you just see their face change and they're like they're like a little kid again and like, he impacted them huge and knowing that you can impact a little kid and it doesn't mean you have to follow someone on their journey that you can just impact them and hopefully they carry that yeah sending out ripple effects forever yeah and that's that 
Absolutely. You know, you don't need to coach someone forever. You not every relationship has to be lifelong. It can really be about showing up and saying something that inspires someone to live better. Right. You're in my life. People come into your life. It might be a second, minute, hour, day, month, year, week, lifetime. They're there for a particular reason at that time. You might go out with somebody, you might date somebody, and they might be there just for that one time for a little bit. And that's like, okay, they helped me straighten out here, or I helped them, or whatever it is. And then you can kind of move on. I don't think we teach kids enough about how to let go in transition. Yeah. I think we tell them fairy tales that are like, you meet one group of friends, they're your friends for life. Yeah. You meet one partner, then you fall in love, you get married, you're married forever. All of those things are so the exception, not the rule. Your life is going to change so much. You might marry multiple people. You might marry one person. You might, But the problem is, is giving them that picture of that's how it's supposed to turn out. And it never turns out like that. And then they don't know what to do. And they don't know what to do and they think they've done something wrong. I'm a failure. You're not a failure. Michelle Obama always says, I don't think we should ask kids what they want to be when they grow up because we give them this impression that you pick one job and then you become that job and anything else is a failure. But along the way, there are some people that say, I'm gonna be a teacher, they become a teacher, we're very proud of them. That is so small. Most people might go to school, they might find something else, but being open to the world sending you things. If I was 18 and you told me I grew up to be a yoga teacher, I would laugh at you. I wouldn't even know what that was. But I had to be open along the way to that, oh, well this feels right. Yeah. I'm going to follow this. Yeah. This Oh, this feels okay. Right. Other people would say nice things like, but, oh, Britt, you know, that might be kind of a hard thing to do. You should right. just work in the school. That, right. right? Just all that fear based is practic- like practicality in its fear. Right. But I'm like, no, I think this is what I'm supposed to do. Oh, yeah. So you're right. We're all right here sometimes when you're working towards something. You don't know, like, what's on the left side. So I, I mean, I've taken roaches by myself I've gone to that's why you gotta get quiet by yourself because you know and yet we go around googling and looking for other people to tell us the answer and it's like no you know stop sharing it with other people just go just go yeah like you feel it you know it just do it you know how many things I've I've waited and I've I've prolonged and I've procrastinated and all of a sudden I see somebody I'm like ah ah." (laughs) and and that's exactly what I do throw my arms in the air (laughs) I invented you know the sneakers with the lights in the bottom yeah alright Right hand of God. I invented that. <laughs> but I used to, I used to, but you used to think about it and you never made them. I used to work at Athletes Foot in the Cape Cod Mall. I took the uh, Dave Robinsons. He was a basketball player. They called him the Admiral, okay? Yeah. So he came up with the shoe. Now I was one of the managers. The bottom of the shoe, like the heel, was all clear. Now, this is before any lights or anything. And I'm like, took it home. I was like, kept looking at it, looking at it. I'm like, this would be dope if there'll be a light. Some see me by myself. If the lights are that have different colors. So then my friend, the older guy, who was like kind of like an entrepreneur and stuff like that, him and friend, I'm like, hey, I got this idea. We gotta talk. So all right. So I said, I'm gonna put a light. And I went and got the like all the stuff you use for our class. I got red, yellow, blue, green, and I put it like on um just on top of like a, a lamp or whatever with a cardboard. Shine the light through it. So like these are all the different colors. I took pictures of it. So I was like, all right. So I called Nike Nights. And, uh, no, it was like called Nike Lights is what I, what I said. And I was like, but how do we make the light go on? And we're trying to think, oh, I put a battery from the watch or something. Kept thinking of all these things. We held on to it for like two a month, three months. And I was like, oh, no, no. So I told my, my friend came from Nike. He was a general manager. And I was like, hey, dude. All right, so I get this idea. And he goes, how long have you had this? I'm like, I don't know, four months, something like that. 
Somebody's already got it. I'm like, why? He goes, all you have to do is bring the idea to us. He goes, we would have paid you. You would have got a percentage of every show. He goes, it's already going to be coming out. Somebody just did it like a couple of months ago. He goes, you should have brought the idea to us. He goes, we have a room of people they called apes that just sit in there and they make and they design and they figure out how to make things work. He goes, we have kids that send us ideas and if we like it, we buy it and they get like, I held on to that. Like, I'm, I was so pissed. I wouldn't even have to work. Nike lights. I did it with a friend, Nick Cruz, older guy. But just something that you're like, you have to just be Poor brave baby. enough to throw it out there. Yeah. Do it. Don't procrastinate. Don't hold on. I kept thinking, oh, I got to do more. No. Just, it, you got Or you get stuck in like the, who am I to do this? Who am I to show up to Nike and say, I have this idea? But then being like, someone's got to do it. But the person was right there too. So I, the people that I need to speak to, the guy, he was right there. So everything was put, everything was put in line for me. That's because life is always working out for you. And you just have to be awake to it. So yeah. that time you weren't, but then now it's going to come around again. Now, yeah, it's going to come around again, and that's how it works. This is how this happens. This, oh, it's so good. I got a great boss right now. Hey, I need this day. Okay. That was how I got to that, these days. Yeah, to be able to take the time off of the schools. And yeah, you have the support. You have the... And I think that's why sometimes things falling through as we grow, especially in work and in life, yes. is a good thing because... Then when it happens, you're you're more ready. 100%. Do you know what I mean? I, Absolutely. There was so much time I spent where I had a lot to learn. Mm -hmm. And I still have a lot to learn. Same here. But I, now I feel more confident in what I know and what I bring to the table. Yes. And I don't worry about wondering if I'm good enough or if I should be the person speaking up. I just do it. Absolutely. And I'm just not afraid. Nope. Nope, 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 nope. Because yep. what's the worst that can happen? Today I did what I, I said I was gonna do something today. My, my morning motivation. I said that attack something. One thing this week. I said and stay on it the whole week. And I was like, I don't care if it's reading a book, going to a chapter a day, give yourself an hour to focus on this. I said just do something that you don't normally do that you want to do. You keep saying gonna do. So I was like, I want to get to know more of my neighbors. I'm not joking. I drove by this lady outside. I waved. I got in my yard, stopped, backed up, reverse, pulled up. I was like, hi. She was hi. I was like, I have to say hi to you. I was like. You're here, you've been here for a couple months. I'm Jonathan. Oh, I'm Judy. I was like, she was, it was, I won. She was, I, I, I know, I, I don't know you, I've seen you. And I'm like, exactly. I was like, I just, I just, welcome to the neighborhood. So we don't get to do this often. I was like, and this was my goal this week was to meet more people. And she was so happy. We spoke for a couple of minutes and found we had some similar, you know, likes. And she was after us, I was like, yeah. We'll definitely have some wine sometime, come in the backyard. She's absolutely great. New friends everywhere. Absolutely, that's how you know it. Now, as we wrap up, so tell, so this is my last thing I need from you. Okay. I need you. What advice or motivation could you give parents and students going into the 2020 fall for the school year? What can you tell parents and students of how to stay positive or how to stay motivated or how to lean into your community? What's your best advice during this just very strange time? Somebody asked, we spoke about this a little bit. Um, ask questions. Ask questions. Uncomfortable things, which really might not be that. It might be uncomfortable to you, but somebody else wants to talk about it. And they want it. They, they're going to have other problems. You know, there's going to be kids, if you're a teacher or even an adult, and, you're, and your kids are around other people, your kids might have questions. Ask them what do they think of what's been going on over the last couple of months. We've had everything. We've had everything from, from finances to, to a pandemic to race 
to to all these things, and it's a lot for adults to wrap their head around. So this pandemic was a blessing in disguise because it made everybody slow down and look at what's really going on. And it's crazy, but it's also such a blessing that I've actually got to meet new people. I found out a little bit more about myself, a little bit more about my kids. So I want you to ask the kids, what do you think about this? And if you don't have an answer from, you know, to what they ask you, then maybe, if, depending on what it is, you have to go ask somebody of color, you know what? 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 How did this whole thing happen? Like, what is going on? Ask them whatever your question is. And I've told people I've come. I'm like, listen, you can have people ask you questions of, of about what you feel. And the only way we move forward is by communication. Yes. If you're a teacher, you're gonna have kids in that school that are gonna come in with so many different things, and you don't know what's going on at their house. And I, I, I really believe that. Teachers need to have more than one person in that class. You need to have a, like an assistant. Even if it's a college kid or high school kid that wants to be a teacher, they need to be doing hours in that class because this little one, student A here, you have no idea what just, what just happened at home and they have a mess going on. And they're sitting there being quiet and you're gonna move right past them and, and it's not your fault because you have 20 kids, 25 kids that you're trying to teach and follow these academics and these kids are still, their minds are still thinking like, can they come near me and am I going to catch it? And, and and what about that person? That person hate me because of my color? A lot to unpack. Yeah. Did, I, I heard that they, that they do this. So, yeah, you're hearing all these stereotypes. You're hearing all these things that aren't necessarily true. You're going to make how you, you can make your world how you want it to be. How you, as much as you can. You know, you, you can make things happen the way you want them to. And you pray that they come out. You know, the way you're thinking. Like we say, you want your world to be happy and your neighborhood to be happy. It's like, I want to know my neighbors. I want to have a better relationship with people. Take action. There you go. So you have to lead. You know, you got to start in your community. I can't do anything about D.C. I can't do anything about L.A., Chicago, you know, Okinawa, anywhere. I can take, I attack my community first. And it starts at home. And then I try to spread that out. you got to start at home. That's real. You have to start at home. I love that. That is so, I'm so aligned with that, obviously. But, like, just that you can impact right here in your community versus sitting there watching what's going on in Washington, what's going on in California. Right now, we're on Cape Cod. And, yes, if someone catches you online or watches a video is inspired, that's great. But really being out there and loving the people right around you yeah. and being there for other people, Absolutely. Oh, man, that's the good stuff. It is. Well, my friend, we've come to an end, even though we could probably talk forever. Because that's us, but thank you. I do have, to have another appointment. So this is a good time, which is perfect. So. Well, you are the best. I'm inspired by you. I think you're awesome, and I really can't wait awesome. to see what happens next. Uh, according to some people, we got some good things happening. So, <laughs> According to the universe, here it comes. Stay tuned. Let's go.